I am rolling. Welcome back from Omaha. <laughs> You're rolling? That's uh, no, not I'm a good not, thing. I was, I'm in Omaha next month. Oh, where are you? The, where were you just now then? You don't know I was friend. in Illinois for my grandmother's oh, funeral. Oh, that's right. R.I.P. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Rest I in mix peace. up Caleb's schedule. I'm sorry. Was it a good funeral? It was. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, she had had Alzheimer's for the past few years, so. Oh, okay. Um, hasn't really been herself, so we were yeah. all kind of a little happy to see her go, hmm. but yeah. mixture of joy and, and grief. So, not what you came to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, guys, being back home yeah. in Illinois, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it was Midwest Americana. It was great, yeah. you know? And so I thought, what movie could we watch that kind of oh. captures that? Ooh. And this, I, so I chose a movie that I haven't seen since like junior high. And I don't oh, remember really? anything about this movie. Like, what? I couldn't tell I'm you intrigued. anything. Um, but this is a feel-good movie. Mm-hmm. It is a movie that leaves you inspired. Uh, it's a movie I know both of you love. Well, we I, love it. We're oh. watching Hoosiers. Yes! Yes! Oh! <laughs> I'm Hoosiers! in! I am so in. It's been so long since I've seen yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, probably, I think I watched it in, like, junior high or high school. Yeah. And that was the last time I saw it. I've so seen it. Good. I've seen it multiple times as an adult, and it's a top three sports movie all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. Wow, my, my pick might also be with sports. <laughs> what is it with sports films? No, Man, I'll, I will make sure I don't choose a sports film. <laughs> oh, wow, Gene Hackman. Yes, yeah. a young Gene Hackman. This is what 70s, uh, 80, early 80s, maybe. I don't know. I want to say 80s, but what's the other guy's name? Dustin. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper gives a Hopper's in this Oscar nominated oh. performance in this. Believe yeah. it or not, it's a great performance. The music. Oh. oh come on! I cannot wait. Sorry, I shouldn't comment on the movie before no. we watch it. Yeah, so let's, let's go watch, watch it. it. It's on HBO Max. So <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Take a look at my <laughs> Is that the intro? <laughs> it's the only ball I got. What's wow. up? Do you guys feel cheerful? Mm. I'm cheered up. Do you feel cheered up? Do you feel happy, inspired? I feel good. Wow. And all it took was a ragtag group of Indiana high schoolers from the 50s. It's true. All white Indiana high schoolers from the 50s. I mean, that is the demographic, so yeah. it's fair. From Indiana. <laughs> in, in small farm town Indiana, farm town Indiana. That's what you got. That was that town's demographic. That's what you got to work with. So they're even more of underdogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the home state of Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picture Larry Bird. That's the, the Larry Bird that's the entire demographic <laughs> of Indiana. Everyone just looks like Larry Bird. Every, just seven Larry Birds. <laughs> yeah. That's a good have you, ever, have you ever gone on YouTube and like watched Larry Bird highlights? No. Dude's in, dude is incredible. Yeah. I like oh. you watch it and you're like, he would thrive in today's NBA. Oh, I watch highlights of him and it is, yeah, he's like one of the best players. But yeah, he's like, one of the best ever. Of of that time period, I feel like. I think he'd still he'd he'd kill it today. Now? Like, because he came in at, in 80, I think, like, the, uh, yeah, like 1980. He's an 80s man. Yeah. Uh, during the Showtime Lakers. 80s man and a ladies man. 80s man and a ladies man. That, yep, that is right. That bird is, that's is true. the word. A bird's the word. Indiana bird. Um, I'm going to make myself 
Eric's gonna make Eric's himself, make a, himself drink. a drink. Oh wow, look at Did that. You want anything? Mm, just a, just a touch. I take a finger of whiskey. Yeah, for sure. What do you? What is a finger? Just like a finger. Like your whole finger's length in a <laughs> yeah. cup? Like to the knuckle. Yeah. Which, sure. the first knuckle? Sure. That's how you cook Two rice, fingers, too. one finger. Oh, okay, I get it now. I was trying to figure it out. I I don't need a lot. I'm a, I'm a... I'm not trying to go all shooter on you guys. Yeah. That's a good point. We had a alcoholic on the movie. We maybe shouldn't be doing this in honor of the movie. You know? Oh, no. It's you know, taste. you know, you know what's funny taste. is uh, when I went to Triangle of Sadness a couple days ago. Yeah, the um, I went to an Alamo Draft House. I never been. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my friend who I went with kept telling me Alamo Draft House is the best. They bring your food. It's not okay. like Roadhouse in town. It's like yeah. a lot more classy. And the whole time, the um, wait staff there would be like they'd bring me the wrong thing and they brought me like <laughs> peanut butter m&ms i'm like I didn't, hey i didn't order this and then they brought me popcorn i'm like hey i didn't order this they brought me popcorn again i'm like i didn't order this and i'm like uh, but i'm like i'm not gonna flip out on them because the movie that's playing right would now would make you feel so would, guilty would be for like, doing that i'm like no i can't flip out at the server because <laughs> the movie is just saying <laughs> is saying the exact opposite of this i didn't order this uh, go I'm on like, break are they testing me do you think they were trying <laughs> to like, like because of the movie they're like we're gonna be give you terrible service and see if you're gonna be an entitled little prick about this do you think, think they were so. trying to like give you food and then make you pay for it after the fact be like you have to pay for your popcorn i don't also. know you think they chanted weird. money in the back? Yeah, money, 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 money. But uh, I thought that was funny. It was very apropos. Um, loved this movie, Caleb. Yeah, thanks for watching it with me, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's just get our initial thoughts. What mm-hmm. you guys were uh, were thinking and what you have thought. Uh, I'll start with you, Eric. Hi. 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 Uh, second time watching this film, I think I watched it for the first time with my dad in junior high or high school. Um, but yeah, it's it's probably one of his favorite movies. Um, and yeah, just like such a good feel good movie. Um, and yeah, just really well done. I think I don't know. Arguably, the start of like sport movie. I think so. Trope? Yeah. Kind of, or or, or just like st- that style of movie. Yeah. When it started, you had this like coach come in from out of town and I was like, man, that's such a trope of like someone coming into an outsider coming in and like shaking things up. And it's like, I think it's only a trope because... Because of Hoosiers. <laughs> because of Hoosiers and because like we have all these movies where that's like a thing. Um, yeah, like remember the Titans basically is like yep. Hoosiers for football, I think. <laughs> it is. <laughs> With more black people. Um, a few. A few more. <laughs> but yeah, no, just such a such a good film. It was, it was a great rewatch. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Love Gene Hackman. Um, yeah. No, that's my that's my initial thoughts, I think. Great. Yeah, dude. Jared? I had a thought halfway through this movie. Say it. Is Hoosiers and of Green Gables for men. Whoa. It's got the same 80s yes. aesthetic. It's filmed very plainly, but still very good with like colors and character. Uh-huh. Teaches a lot of morals, mm-hmm. and it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think it's doing Anne of Green Gables for men. Interesting. Very interesting take. Um, I'm a big Hoosiers fan. I've watched Hoosiers since elementary school. My dad was... 
Like you, yeah, he was on this one early fourth. I've probably seen mm-hmm. it. I've probably seen it a dozen times, honestly, over the really? years. Yeah, we had it. We had it at home. We watched it all the time. Okay, had the VHS where you recorded it on TV and then wrote on the uh, yeah. <laughs> on yes. the tape. Hoosiers. Who didn't? <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm a basketball is my sport of choice. I think it's the most exciting sport to watch. Played high school basketball. So I was gonna say, did you play? Yeah, we were actually kind of. It's interesting. I, I went to high school in Peyton. Okay. And we were the smallest 3A school in mm-hmm. the state of Colorado because the one day they came to count kids, this is how they do 2A, 3A, they come to count kids on a random day at school, how many are there? And it was literally the only day every single person in our school was there. So we're like one or two people over 2A. So we went <laughs> up to 3A and we just had a really good team mm. and went to the state championship and lost on a last second shot. Wow. Oh, so I can relate bummer. to the drama of the high school. Mm. Um, I just think it's a great movie. Yeah. And the heartbeat of it to me is uh, Shooter and Everett. Mm. Um, that father-son dynamic is tear-inducing, tier- I yeah. think. Yes, yes. Um, and mm. yeah, I have, I have nothing but good to say about Hoosiers. Love the music. Yeah. Love that synthy 80s. Yes. Even though it's a 50s movie, it takes place in the 50s. Love all the little lessons. Love that it's not trying to be too in your face. Love the small town stuff. And Jimmy Chitwitz, just an all-time G. Mm -hmm. He's an all-time movie (laughs) character. He's like a a mythological hero. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You like say he's like two sentences the whole movie, but you're like, he is the only hope. (laughs) And you got some good redemption in second gen. So yeah, big, big Hoosiers guy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your history? Uh, I I think I saw this like maybe in grade school, junior high. We had it on VHS, but I remember not being as into it. Yeah. Uh, as everyone's like, Hoosiers are great. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Like, I don't know. I didn't. So I didn't remember anything about this movie. All I remembered is that the dad was a drunk. <laughs> this mm. could be a boring film for a kid. Yeah. And so I'm like. <laughs> Disagree. I was a kid I, and I was in. Oh, I, I, I grew know. up in a, a basketball house because my mom's dad um was a big high school basketball coach in central illinois throughout mm. the 80s okay uh, late Didn't 70s 80s and i think even early 90s wow um so i grew up going to the gym all the time me and my brother we do drills with my grandpa and so i only played basketball in junior high but we would go to like neighboring towns for basketball games and it was it's just like those gyms like old gyms that were still built in like the 50s and so like wood i'd walk through and you can smell them and they just tore down my junior high my mom's high school my junior high they just tore it down like three weeks ago but when i was back home last week i walked through the new uh gym that they had mm-hmm. built and mm-hmm. i was gonna be all cynical i'm like this gym's gonna stink it's, it's gonna great, be nothing like that it? it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> so like but i still love like the yeah. old gym the old creaky floors though oh, yes. there's something special about that um, smell of pine yeah it's like and it, pine cleaner nothing's yeah. built like rationally it's like why would they build it like this why would they put the bleachers and some here? of like what? the colors of the wood are just wild yeah. it's like i feel like <laughs> yeah, i'm in a yeah, orange yeah. dark right. <laughs> something yeah celtics so i don't know seeing all the gyms they go to i'm like oh yeah that was i like and even in the opening shots i was like this could be a screen grab out of like my hometown like the farmland and all that stuff so right. I, I love shout out that. simla kiowa uh calhan peyton 
uh, Miami Yoder. You guys got great gyms in Colorado. Mm. Favorite gym in Colorado I played in? Salida. Really? Salida's <laughs> got like, on one side, it's like a normal wall. On the other side, it just opens to this massive like concrete courtyard where all the food is. So you're like dribbling down and you can see all of that. Ooh. And you're shooting into that. So it's kind of tricky, but I wow. loved it. That's cool. Anyways. That's cool. That's awesome. That is cool. Um, yeah, so I love this. Uh, after yeah. watching like as an adult, so fun we're so both, inspiring we're both midwest men yeah yes and jared you grew up in the midwest i grew a up bit. here but <laughs> he did not well he, he lived <laughs> my in last Mich- year he and lived half. in the midwest my last year and a half was in michiana so i'm actually more of an indiana boy than either of you yeah oh. true. well yeah no, we didn't live in indiana <laughs> me neither but i lived literally a quarter mile from indiana you mm. lived a quarter mile from indiana for a year and a half i lived two hours from indiana for 18 22 but years so like if what, you do the geographic math is not invented yet so we're gonna have to figure mm. that out yeah i probably yeah. went to indiana more than you did you know what? I went every day for because the school I went to is in Indiana. So yeah, I went but I every also day went for, every day for like twenty two years. So I don't know, dude. It didn't stop. You lying. Know, stop lying on pot. <laughs> this oh this movie, God, no, I'm not on pot. <laughs> this movie disappointed me a little bit because Why? I have wanted to make like if I ever wanted to make a movie, I'd want to make a movie that would be like a love letter to the Midwest. And I feel mm. like this is already kind of that. It so I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Like it's got the small town farm small stuff. Small town. It's got the, like it does, I like how it does the religion mm-hmm. without disrespecting it, but, but then sometimes yeah, makes it kind, kind of, of funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to raise these boys as God-fearing men with uh, good morals, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the, Gene Hackman's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> all the men ga- <laughs> gathering in the barbershop and the, yeah. the town being fussy enough about the high school head coach that they have a town meeting over whether he can stay yeah you could yeah so just a quick synopsis of the movie i mean for sure uh it's it's your run-of-the-mill sports inspiring sports story the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. coach from the from the big city big coach used to coach college comes and uh has to coach this high school team and he uh yeah, he's no nonsense. He doesn't mm-hmm. take guff from, from no one. No. Kicks kicks uh, kids out on the first practice. Mm-hmm. Sits a kid and even has them play with four to teach that one kid a lesson. Yep. Yeah. The town hates him, but he's like, no, I'm teaching these boys how to be men. Yeah. Teaching mm-hmm. them how to play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he has a little bit of a dark past that we may talk about. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's great. What Who do you think is... Like I know Gene Hackman's like the main character, but like besides him, like there's a few different relationships they focus on. Which ones like did you think impacted you the most or did you connect with the most? I mean, I said it earlier, for me it's the Dennis Hopper character. Mm-hmm. There is a point early in the movie where Coach just arrives and Lady Myra the potential love interest is like <laughs> saying how she wants Jimmy Chitwit, the the star, to not be like her and be back in this small podunk town. And she kind of disses Gene Hackman's coach character for like, you didn't make it, you're in this podunk little town. And I think that is such a skewed view of the world because Gene Mm. Hackman's character comes in, helps, gives a drunk a second chance, helps him turn his life around, helps that man and his son reconcile because he was so his son was so embarrassed by him and he sees, oh, my dad does have some value now. And it's just like what she was saying was so wrong about people in small towns. They aren't less. They mm. affect the world in a different way. Mm. And, and sometimes, and it showed that. It was a good thing he was there. 
So I, I really love everything to do with that storyline. Like, even early in it, because I know it so well already, I, like, kind of tear up a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Like, when he's, with the first time when he's, like, you're embarrassing your son, and it's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Or the first time the son, like, gets his dad out of the diner. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. You could, like, feel that shame. The shame and the, like, the f- like he has to already be responsible for his own father. And, mm. oh. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's just really well, for how little time it has, it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I wish you guys had seen Banshees. Because <laughs> something you said kind of re- reminded me of something from that. But okay. we won't talk about it. Um, we'll watch tomorrow. Yeah, go see <laughs> Yeah, Eric and I are going to go see Banshees tomorrow. Banshees of Inisherin. Um, I mean, I will belabor it. Mine is the same. No, uh, talk r- about relationship. it. Relationship, yeah. I just think that the, the father-son relationship and just kind of like, you know, the father letting you down over and over and over again. And so you've kind of, you know, near at the beginning of the movie, he's kind of lost hope. He's kind of, you know, his dad's a lost cause. And so he goes to the teacher and he's like, Hey, I know you want to like give my dad a chance, but I don't see it. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. And he's like, you should give your dad a chance. Why doesn't he deserve a second chance or, or something like that? Or isn't he deserving of it or something? And he was like, no, I don't think my dad deserves it. Um, which is kind of like, that's such a, that's such a, like an offhanded statement, but it just speaks into this yeah. rich history of this dad letting down this kid over and over and over and over again to the point where this kid is just totally given up on his own father. Um, and part of that is embarrassment, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want him to make a scene. He doesn't want him to, like, come out and, like, you know, embarrass himself. And we kind of get a, a glimpse of what that looks like at a basketball game when um, Shooter comes out drunk and just, like, stumbles out onto the court and you could see the dejection yeah. in the sun just being like, God, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen and I knew this was going to happen. And so just like this back and forth dynamic between this father and son and for it to end with this kind of like, man, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And it happens in a rehabilitation center. Like it doesn't happen. On the it court. doesn't happen on the court. It doesn't happen at home. It happens in the lowest place in this guy's life. And his son comes to him and he's like, I'm really proud of you. And this is like, it's good to see. He doesn't say all these things necessarily, but he's like, you know, it's really good to see you in this environment getting yourself better. And I was just like, God, ugh. Yeah, there's a moment in the, me, the game before he throws himself out, or two games before, where um, the coach, the head coach, Gene Hackman, gets himself thrown out of the game because he wants Shooter to step up. Mm-hmm. And Shooter's just there, like, scared, um, kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. And, like, his son sees that and instead of thinking my dad is a lost cause at this point yeah he's like hey number four has been picking low all night or something like that don't you think they're gonna go to him he like just to spur the he's like it's like a, a difference between like my dad is a lost cause and i actually can have yeah i understand that he is weak and i've made peace with that not fully but in a way mm-hmm. so i'm going to help him mm-hmm. become who he needs to be, even though my dad should be the one who's at that point, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Just it's just so sweet. It's and then you so just see the good. dad come alive and be like, Oh yeah. yeah, you're right. I can do this. He knows how to get him started. Like just yeah. just talk about like like how things are going out there and you know that the dad is always has like opinions because he really knows basketball well. Yeah. And so he's like 
he's like playing on those strengths that he knows his dad has like yeah. hey mm-hmm. did you see this this thing and his dad's like oh yeah definitely and that was the locomotion that was like the gears yeah. clicking into and he was just like from that moment on he just like snapped into place and he just became a coach and god he just like that moment and then they win and it's like the look on shooter's face and it's just like so beautiful and like man i am good and i can do things well right and it's like gene hackman his character was just what was his character's name again norm or norm norm right norm he he'd already heard his 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 son say that he doesn't think yeah. that he deserves a chance right and he and he saw within shooter and he saw that even shooter didn't even think that he deserved a chance mm. and then and he said he sets the example so that shooter's son can exactly be a part of the rehabilitation of exactly. his dad right which like is taking, beautiful like taking himself out of the game at that point in norm's coaching probably not the greatest idea he, like he just got put back <laughs> right into this thing and like to look like a loose cannon is probably not in your best hey, behavior hey that city's not democracy it's a dictatorship it's run by <laughs> jimmy chitwit okay <laughs> Jimmy Chitwick runs that town. I love that he got like he gets himself kicked out. Yeah, and like not only is he coaching the kids, but I think it's like a way of coaching. Uh, why can't I think a shooter? Shooter, it's totally. Like, like I'm gonna. I see your skills. I see your potential. I'm gonna develop that, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get out of my own way, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let you do what you need to do. And like so, yeah. and yeah, seeing the shoot. I don't know what it is about Dennis Hopper's face, but it's like he's a great it actor. Looks so like sad and like kind like mm. he has really kind eyes and so i'm like you're you can't help but yeah. root for the guy you, yeah. you want him to succeed yeah. the whole time and yeah. like even uh when he's in the stands uh still drunk um yeah and, and he's like he, laughing he sees him sit he, yeah he sits the one player and has him play with four everyone's yeah. like what the heck and he like has like this kind of like twinkle <laughs> in his eye like smiling like there's he's something like, about this coach that i like yeah um and i think it's yeah yeah, he was I a really he was a really kind guy in uh, Waterworld too. Yeah, really kind guy in um, Blue Velvet too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he has, he has a great history of being. A He's great a really guy. good photographer in Apocalypse Now. Oh, no. <laughs> whoa. Um, no, I agree with you. I think like he has this kind of empathetic face where it's like it's not. I want to say I want to immediately say like pathetic. But, but when he's yeah kind of i mean you i say pathetic because you kind of feel sorry for him yeah he's really he's, good at gaining your pity because he's way. not like he's the town drunk but he's not like the you only see in a couple of moments in this film where you're like oh yeah he's the town drunk yeah the rest of the time he's very lovable and very kind of like affable and like just like you just want him to succeed you just want him to do well and i think norm Gene Hackman's character, Norm, just really sees into that and sees that potential, which makes him a good coach. Yeah. A good coach sees potential and, and draws it out of people, whether it's a player or a person really needing that help. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all about building trust. Like, that's kind of, and I think that's what a lot of these sports movies do when, like, a coach mm-hmm. comes in. He really needs to gain the trust of the, the players and of the community. The community is kind of weird. In like, <laughs> man, this town was out to this kill got Norm. Some but issues. I don't know if they even liked. We call. The coach. I think it's the seeds of Christian nationalism. Oh, Whoa! Holy cow! <laughs> you could tell that barbershop had some meetings that were probably not so great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, no, I, like the the town, they were like so against him, and they even yeah. voted him out. Yeah, the vote was for him to go out, and then Jimmy Chitwit. Is mm. it Chitwit or Chitwood? Jimmy Chitwit. 
You should, okay. <laughs> Jimmy Nitwit. Uh, he, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Then he's like, you know, I'll come back and play if coach stays. Well, he he's like he's I, I he, play, he kind he of stays, is like he I, goes I go I'm coming back or something and everyone just starts cheering and then the if you didn't catch it like the guy on the podium who's always been against him who was the coach who got kicked out by Norm he's like on the stage and he's like look at what happens when we kick coach out right. like this happened because we're kick we're, we voted him out and then and then Jimmy's like no like if he leaves I leave. Right. And and his face just drops. He's like, "Oh, I can't get what I want." And he's like, "Uh, we already voted him out 64 to 40." And the old lady is like, "Vote again." Right. <laughs> it was such a good moment. I loved it. And I think the coach would have if he was more prideful would have been like, "No, you don't want me. I'm going to leave." But I think he cared about the kids Definitely. about them being successful. Even that he's like, "They don't want me. They just want Jimmy, but I'm still going to sit here and coach." Um, right. And it's Jimmy kind of coming into his own, and so he's not going to shoot that down. Like he's yeah. He's probably like, "This is a very mom- monumentous thing for Jimmy to do at, at the same time." But he also does know from the guy who brought him in. The guy who brought him in's like, "I brought you in cuz we have the best basketball player I've ever seen." Yeah. And I needed a coach. So like you got to think in the back of his mind he's like if Jimmy Chitwick comes around we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can make them win. Yeah. Anyways, he's a good coach. Uh can I ask a question? Ask a question. Ooh. Do you guys have a favorite uh coaching moment from this movie? Gene Hackman is the main character. He coaches a lot of time. I think he teaches a lot of lessons with his coaching. I, I just wondered what your favorite coaching moment was. You know, I'm a, I'm always a fan of the hard-nosed coaching uh-huh. where it's like he kicks Buddy out the first. Yeah. I'm like, I love that. Set the tone now of like, don't yes. F around with me. You're out of here. He's it's, like, whatever. And he's like, you're out. And then I love the dad. <laughs> the next day or the, after practices brings the one kid back. And mm-hmm. he's like, apologize to coach. He's mm-hmm. the boss. Mm-hmm. And then I, I love that dad. And then he became yeah. like an assistant coach. Because he knows what's up. Yeah. He knows. He's this like, is like an authority thing. Yeah. And it's like all these other men are just children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're not representing authority or respect at all. No. They just like, they're just like hating on this, on this guy. Um, shoot, man. It's a oh. commentary on immigration, isn't it? Whoa. Holy cow. Let's get right past that. Um, <laughs> you know, this, this movie does take place a few years before Vietnam. Do you think there's anything there? A few years? This is 51. <laughs> Vietnam started this is a few years before Korea, dude. <laughs> Vietnam started like 55? Yeah. No! Yeah. Wait, the it Vietnam just reached, conflict? Vietnam yeah. War. War just reached its peak later. Whoa, hold you on. You know all those no, 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 no. players got drafted. We got, we got into the war, what was it? Early or mid sixties, right? Eighteen ninety four. If you do the okay, let's just not <laughs> let's not do a history lesson. Haven't we always been at war with <laughs> Vietnam? Life's a war. No, like seriously, look this up. We were in Korea before Vietnam. Korea was the fifties. Vietnam was the sixties. <laughs> Guys, come on. Give Siri, me a break when here. was the Korean War? <laughs> well, fifty four. I want to say. What was it? She didn't even speak to me. It <laughs> happened June 25th, my brother's birthday, 1950 to July 27th, 1953. Oh, it wasn't even 54. Okay. So they were in the Korean War. Vietnam War during dates 51. November 1st, 1955 to April 30th, 1975. Eric, stand corrected. 
No, I thought we were saying when we got into the war. Oh, yeah, in 1955, the Vietnam War begins. We did not get into the war in 55. Well, talk to JFK about okay. that. Okay, all right. Let's get off this game. <laughs> My favorite coaching <laughs> moment John. was... <laughs> Flippin' loves war, Kennedy. Uh, no, my favorite coaching moment was definitely, um, uh, oh, God, what is his name? When they got down to four, what was the, the player's name? Ollie. Uh, was it Ollie? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, when they got down to four players? No, no, no the, the, the guy who benched. Oh, and what was his name? Uh, Earl. Mr. Beast. Guy. Mr. Beast, yeah, no, for real. Like, it looked it like, like Mr. Mr. Beast. Beast and Toby Maguire. Yeah. More gangly Toby Maguire. <laughs> A gangly Toby. <laughs> so, Mr. Beast, yeah. Uh, so he gets he gets. Uh, coach takes him out because he's he's pissed that he's not following his coaching style. He's like, pass four times before you shoot. And this player is just like, no, we're not sh- we're not making any points. So he starts going rogue. He starts shooting, and he's making buckets. Uh, so he's feeling good. Coach is like, oh yeah, you feel that good? I'm gonna bench you. So he benches him. Then one then another player fouls out. And has to come on the bench. So now Mr. Beast needs to go back in. He's he he just automatically takes his coat off, and Norm is like, "Hey, where are you going?" He's like, "Uh, we need another player." He's like, "Mm, sit down, sit down," and then the whole crowd is like, "What?" And then even the ref is like, "Hey, you need one more player." He's like, "My team's out there," and he's like, "Yeah, whatever." And it's just the most like baller thing ever because it's like, of course they lost. I mean, they only had four guys, Um, but he was just setting a tone. He was just like, no, you, you play by my rules. I am king and commander here. This is, this is my game, my rules. And even when he like says that to the team and then leaves the locker room, he still has kids like paying respect to him. Some of the kids are like, hey, man, let's just do what the coach says. Like, let's yeah. l- let's get on this. And Buddy actually comes back after that. Yeah. 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 So I thought that like was a Like they didn't a make great... a big deal about Buddy coming back. Yeah. He was just back. And it's like, all right. Yeah. We figured it out. I love Buddy. <laughs> Strong. It, yeah. he's He kind of represents like a kid who... You know, he's got a strong head and probably was raised a certain way. But Plus, then, Buddy yeah. just plays defense. Mm-hmm. Not enough kids play defense. Yeah. And you know what? I like that the coach, after the fact, was kind of joking with him about gum. He's like, I know, I know <laughs> yeah. Buddy's a jokester, so I'm going to kind of talk to him like that later yeah. down the line. I like that moment. Yeah. Um, my favorite coaching moment. I thought you said yours. Did I? No, I don't think you did. Oh, you did? I said mine. Oh, my bad. I think I'm going to do the one that leads up to yours, the four passes. Mm. So when Coach first walks into the first basketball practice, there's a Danny Doorknob coaching. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys noticed, but he's saying... It's a great moment. Stop passing the ball. Can't score if you don't shoot. Mm, I did not notice that. And Coach later says he's breaking them down and then building them back up. And what he has to do, which is why it takes him a while to win, I mean, also the Jimmy Chitwit... Um, whatever you call that. Uh, he has to break down their habit of taking bad shots just because you have to shoot to score. And he's like, mm-hmm. basketball and all sports, you really have to do two things. You have to have fundamentals down really well mm-hmm. and you have to play like a team. Mm-hmm. And that's what passing does. It's a fundamental and it makes you play like a team. And it makes you not be stupid and take bad shots. And he's like, right away, I'm just going to I'm going to point him to the basics mm-hmm. and then we're going to build up from there and then we can get to the more complex stuff. I just think that's a really smart it is. coach. It's it's it 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 slows the game down too, which is something that he punches from the sidelines uh, the whole the whole movie is patience, 
patience, slow it down, slow it down. And I think that passing game naturally does that. It's like you pass four times, you're not rushing things. Yeah. All right. You're you're slowing things down. You're taking that clean Plus shot. Plus, they don't so. have a, a big bench, so they kind of need to slow things down. So yep. fouls don't happen, so they yep. don't run out of conditioning. It's just a really good coaching move. It's yeah. great. It's great. Hmm. So I really liked that. That's a good yeah. moment. I also do like at the very end where like he's like, we're going to use Jimmy Chitwood as a decoy in the last game. And then all the players look at him and they're like, come on. We have Jimmy flipping Chitwood <laughs> on the bench. And the coach is smart enough to recognize, you know what? Sometimes yeah. the players are right. And and I'm not always right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he'd built up that point for them to listen to him at that they already listened to him, so he knows if they are doubting him that there's probably good reason for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they're at first go to the big stadium, yeah, uh, playing at Butler, I do like the tape measure. That was my – yeah, well. the other – That's best. a great like, moment. Measure it. How far is that? 15 feet. How tall is the hoop? 10 feet. No different than our court at home. And then they're all like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is just another game. Yeah. This is just another game. Teachers call that an object lesson. Mm. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Turns out it's like twelve feet higher. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, like, oh, like guys, just fire. go into the uh, <laughs> coach. It's eighteen room. feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> eighteen feet tall. <laughs> uh, guys, did you raise this? Uh, this is not regulation. <laughs> mm. What you guys think of that the love relationship? Did that connect for you at all, or was that kind of like you could do without it? I'm gonna be straight up. No, she's a lot younger than him. Didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forget this took this this uh, movie came out in 1986, and Gene Hackman is still old. Like, <laughs> just like he's probably in his 50s. I don't know. Like, that's just a guess. And yeah, this woman is like maybe 35. <laughs> It works because they're both kind of spicy. <laughs> oh. They're both people who so say... you think it works? I think it works because they're both people who are just saying what they think. Mm. And so even though initially it seems like they're butting heads, they actually really respect that out of each other. Mm. Almost like Anne and Gilbert. Oh. How dare you? I'm telling oh, you, it's the Anne of Green age. Gables. <laughs> it's the Anne of Green Gables where like women bond over like tea and reading poetry. <laughs> like men are like, let's go watch some sports. And bloodshed. Let's go There's shoot around in the gym. There's bloodshed. Where they're like, Anne's like dealing with her romantic feelings and all this. It's like, I have to learn how to not be aggressive and get technical fouls. I do like when the one Mr. Beast kid punches the one player because yes! the, the, the one guy He's totally out the of one frame. player pokes yes coach in and the chest the, the second he does that the other guy the an arm just comes into frame and like punches he's not even like there. he's got his coach's back and i think yeah. there's like some form of camaraderie there where oh, coach yeah. is like you hit another kid well and i think that probably Proudy brought something son, back Proudy. for the coach for norm because he had punched mm. a player that, that's why he got banned from ncaa mm. he had punched a player and so yeah, I bet he felt a lot triggered. of heat there. And so I bet he felt a lot of um, uh, relief or something when yeah. Mr. Beast, I'm going to keep calling him Mr. Beast, uh, Please punched do. the kid because he's do. like, I don't know what would have happened if that kid kept getting in my face. I probably would have done. He wouldn't have come yeah. out of <laughs> do you think? Do you think that the University of Indiana funded part of this movie yes. in an attempt to rehabilitate Bobby Knight's image and for us to respect him, even though he was so aggressive and violent towards some of his players. I don't know where the funding came from, but I'm like, 
Is this an Indiana basketball trying okay. to save Bob Knight's reputation movie? I was literally about to say, is this <laughs> Bob Knight? But when did that even happen? That happened after 86. No. Surely. Yes, oh, there, he, surely. Had, he had multiple incidents over the years. Yeah, but the one that I'm thinking of where he like chucks <laughs> a chair across <laughs> the court. That. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that happened. That definitely happened after 86. Oh, 86. let's check. I don't know about that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain about Google, that. Google, when did Bobby Knight chuck a chair? I want to say n- late 90s is, is what I want to say. When did Bobby Knight throw chair oh man i gotta get on your wi-fi you can forever you can get on march 23rd 1985 no and this movie and this movie hear me out so much earlier this movie comes out Sorry, guys. Sorry the about that. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Yeah, we're Audio back. cut out. I'm sure I was ranting about back Bobby Knight. Again. Yeah, what? Yeah, you you cut out right when you were Bobby proving Knight me was, wrong. That was so, 85. Anyway, guys, next question. Uh, <laughs> why do you think... Think about this. Why do you think Hoosiers works as a, as a sports movie when others don't? What makes this one special? I don't know. I think there's been a lot that do, though. There, there are a lot but that do. But they don't work as well as this one. So many sports movies come out, and it's always pretty like lackluster. Guys, and remember the Titans. Uh, um, doesn't work as well as this. I do love uh, Glory Road. Uh, there's no other. <laughs> Wait, you don't think Remember the Titans is a good I movie? I think this is a bad... No, I think it's a good movie. I just think this is one of the three peaks of sports cinema. Two. What are your top three? Yeah, I was gonna say what's movies? number two. Oh, the three peaks are Rocky Warrior. I'll give and you that. I'll give you that. Rocky, Rocky Warrior and Hoosiers. I think Warrior. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Warriors. I, I, I agree with you. I don't know if it's. Top I almost three, picked Warrior. Warriors. Really? Yeah. We're gonna do an app on Warrior one day. Yeah. It's it's not enough feel good, but yeah. you do you do feel good, but it's it's not enough of it. I'll tell you why I think this works. I think part of the charm is it was one of the first ones to do it. Mm. So everyone's been trying to replicate the magic that was Hoosiers. Rocky did in the 70s. Yeah, but Rocky is a, di- is a bit of a different... It's a totally um, it's different not a team, It's not a team sports movie. Exactly. Mm. Like, I can't think of an earlier team sports movie than this that was The Bomb. No. The Natural, but that's not even a team sports no, movie. No, it's more of a character thing. Mm. I think the characters are so good in this in that they are... Um, attempting to do good, even though they're flawed. Mm, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think the representation of a location and community in the Midwest is very. It feels very rooted. Yep. Hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, and I think I it's agree. it's just not. It's not trying to be anything it isn't. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and it's, com- and simple in its in its. A- equation it's like, beautiful and it's like it's a really good a short plus story b equals c and it's just well, it's there, perfect there's it's a great. lot more happening in this than just the basketball yeah oh it, it's kind of like uh the way back with ben affleck where it's like is that called the way back yeah yeah where it's like it's, it's singular it's not a singular focus on the basketball but there's like no. character development 
that's also See, I would argue almost every sports movie tries to do that, but yeah. it falls flatter than it does. Right. Here. So I think that's Remember why the Hoosiers Titans is works. one of the better examples. For sure. That's why Hoosiers works. That's why I think the way back works. That's why Warrior works. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Oh my god. But when you look at it like you got Gene Hackman mm. and Dennis Hopper, genius actors. Genius. Um you've got an all timer of a score, mm. which helps. It's on film. Yeah, yeah, looks great. And it, I th- yeah, I think that there's something about the ground. It feels grounded and not Hollywood, maybe. Mm-hmm. Which I think is what I feel about Rocky. <laughs> yeah. And yes. maybe about Warrior, too. Warrior doesn't feel too Hollywood. Rocky loses that after the first two movies. Like, it becomes less... It does. It becomes more Hollywood. It becomes becomes, Hollywood. Well, and it becomes more sports-centric, I feel. Like, they, they, like, the story behind the scenes is added to it. But I think in Hoosiers, I think my experience with what the question that we're going over right now is, like, there was the sports scene... The sports scene. I think they're like a game, and then it cuts to Gene Hackman in a field at the at the barbed wire where they have yeah. that conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was that moment in the film that I was like, "Man, they're just they just keep going back to what's not basketball. Yeah. Like this is almost not a basketball film. Like mm-hmm. it it was it, there was so much that was happening." outside of the, the practices outside of the games and if they were having a game it was like two minutes of the movie and then it went back to this field on a farm where hackman was like trying to figure something out and it's just like yeah that was like the moment in the in the film where i was like wow this is there's a lot that's going on that's not sports in this in but this you know film. this director is just good at inspirational movies because you know what else he's directed what I, I oh you're gonna bring this up yeah. rudy Rudy, he did Rudy. Oh, Rudy. I literally said Rudy. Rudy. A, I think Rudy's a great sports movie. <laughs> I literally by the way. said Rudy while we were watching the film. It was uh, when what's his name made the game-winning yeah, shot yeah. and they lift him on like, their shoulders. Rudy. I was like Rudy because it was, it was exactly that same thing. It was like the underdog kid who's smaller, who like does the thing, and he's included because I think he was included out of necessity, but he was also included. Because I think coach wanted to give him a shot. Like, I feel like if he wasn't the only other player who could come in, he might have still given this kid a shot. I don't know. That's just my thought. Or maybe, I don't know. Rudy also has, I feel like that has a groundedness too in the South Bend, Indiana. Yes. Notre Dame football culture. Yes. Probably also shot on film. They're the same film. Yeah. Basically. Why do you think, why do you guys think it works? Yeah, I think like what I said earlier, it's like it's a, it's not just focused on like this team has never, you know, made it to state. This town, this podunk town in the Midwest has never made it to state. Now we're making it to state. But like there's yeah. relationships attached to the team mm-hmm. that I think kind of keep you invested, um, especially the the shooter and his son. Um, yeah. Stuff, I think. So there's a lot of like relational mm-hmm. stories happening. Um that make it just even more heightened because i think any any sporting event any big sports thing that's happened in the last like 20 years i think like the most significant things aren't just like this happened because they won but there was a lot of history like and things when you say that like the sports moments i remember best there's a moment where bob huggins the coach of west virginia um, they're in the final four. Their best player like gets this terrible injury in the final four, and so they're probably gonna lose. And he like 
goes out and like kneels down next to his player and is like hugging him and kissing him and consoling him. It's like, I don't remember who won the basketball championship that year, but I remember, remember that. that. That's yeah. Right. Miraculous. I remember when, um, in that moment in the, in the Hoosiers was, I love you guys. Ugh. yeah. It's all about love. It's about love. Um, <sighs> like same so thing. Good. I remember, I can't even remember the players. Do you remember when the Miami Marlins pitcher died? No. Um, Oh man, this is probably oh a few I years do. Ago. Um, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had he died, and then it was like the next game back. The leadoff hitter um, was super emotional and like never hit a home run that season. Mm-hmm. Um, takes the first pitch, batting left handed. He's not a left hander, but like stands in the batter's box, box left handed, mm-hmm. um, in honor of this this pitcher because he was a lefty. And right. then second pitch gets into. Uh, the right hand batter's box and first pitch home run rushes it and it's like <clears throat> he never hit a home run so emotional i'm like man yeah. i'll always remember that moment oh man so yeah it's like there's that's relation good. there's like human connection to these sporting events and i think that's what makes it powerful and that's what makes a lot of like sports moments powerful is not the winning but a lot of the history behind yeah. it and like you can try to dissect what makes this one feel more real than other ones to me but I, I can't articulate that. I just has, know I just know that who the uh, people making it made it feel more real than the other ones. It's know. the original, dude. It is. Everything else is a copy. Yeah. Certified. Certified. Whoa. That's a shout out for our certified copy episode. Everyone go listen. Everyone go check it out. Please. I almost chose Angels in the Outfield because <laughs> remember that time the <laughs> Angels yes. came and won yes. baseball. Yes, <laughs> I remember. I remember. Jesus loves. They me. don't sing that in the. Oh, it was just the wave. It was the angel. It was. I believe. I believe. Yeah, the sound. The soundtrack is so oh, epic. So I listened to that. Oh. It's on my most played Spotify rap. Like. Oh. <laughs> that's that's so funny. That is so funny. I love yes, that song. Caleb. I love that you just shared that. That was so vulnerable and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm kidding. I, I need to listen to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it in the pod. Isn't that a great song, guys? We're listening so to it right now. So, do you guys now. have uh, any favorite shots? Because, like you said, with Anne and Green Gables, like it's not yeah. the most like visually stunning movie, but were there mm. any shots or sequences that definitely, stuck with you? Definitely the intro, where he's driving in. Oh I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. You got all the Midwest kind of back backdrops. You got a sunrise coming in. You got like these kids playing basketball at the at the you know on the side of a barn. Uh, kid misses one, makes the next. That's all that matters. Get back yeah, up. Maybe that's um, that's, that's the, the message, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like the corn silos. Me and Caleb were like, "Yep, <laughs> get that." I've driven through DeKalb. Um, and you you grew up in uh, normal Central sandwich Plainfield, where Gridley, Gridley, Gridley Illinois, the Klopfenstein Mecca, fourteen hundred people, fourteen hundred. Yeah, 
1,400 people. I So they were playing, you know, basketball on the side of that barn. I once played basketball. I had friends who had a basketball court in their hayloft of yeah, their barn. Yeah, let's go. So, you know, the second story of the yeah. barn is where they keep the hay. So when it was all swept up, you had, had a basketball court. You had an there. epic origin story that you just never tapped into. Like yeah. getting really good in a hay barn. I could have been like, like Pistol Pete. Yeah, dude. Who's, who's that, dude? Pete Maravich. Who's Pistol Pete? Oh, okay. we should watch the Pistol Pete movie. I used to watch that all the time. I've never seen that actually. It's not that great. <laughs> That's why. But me and my brother used to watch it. Um, but yeah, watched double teamed the decom. <laughs> God, you and your decoms. Uh, no, but this intro was just so great, and he was just driving in. You no, know, it takes place in the fifties. Uh, you know, before the U.S. got into the Vietnam War, um, and uh, all the cars, yeah, just barely all the cars. <laughs> All the cars are not just barely. I will not let this go. We got in in the 60s. I looked it up. Actually, it was 65. <laughs> Thank you. God, that is so far away from 51. So only, only 14 years. Time's relative. <laughs> uh, I've said enough. It's be- it's beautiful. It's a really good intro. Uh, and it's just like a man. He's like reading directions. And it's like, here's the outsider trying to like find his way in a in this hick a retown <laughs> nice guy dude. thanks I, love it. I loved it too anyway jared what was your i'm gonna say three things i'm sorry i'm gonna say three shots say three wow the, first, the shot that for some reason i remember from childhood okay is there's a shot where it's really foggy in the forest when he's coming up to shooter's house and for some <gasps> reason i that, love that that shot oh. from a child has really stuck with me <laughs> shoots his truck <laughs> i just think the atmosphere of that and like the the heaviness of the mm. drunkardness and all of that yeah it's very kind of like yeah sad it's very sad his house is very sad yeah like drywalls coming off yeah, the that. walls at and that and i always remember him like putting his face in the water i'm like what the heck is he doing do you have yeah. to do that to drunk people it's <laughs> like the winters are brutal and they're just warming up over a fire it's like oh and God. then i love them sitting i just love the static shots of them sitting in the quote-unquote locker rooms mm. because that's just how it is you just go and you sit down and coach talks to you and there's no movement mm-hmm. and that's all you do i think the most immersive shot is maybe it's i don't know it might be the first game and it kind of moves from the locker room and then it follows the coach onto the court. It just really gets you in the, and like, yeah, he, he says, welcome around. to Indiana basketball. And then yeah. boom, enters the doors. Yeah. Because up until that point, things are kind of like, you know, we have like, we, we've seen a pep rally and we've seen mm-hmm. like the town and it's not like that, like, you know, energized. <clears throat> and then he's like, welcome to Indiana basketball. And he goes into the gym and it is pandemonium it is and just like, packed and, and everyone has energy and you're like yeah. whoa these people care about basketball. and that's rare i've experienced that in high school basketball because we were a small town and that one year we were bonkers good and it's right. like you just walk in to, for the game and there's like you're like in the years prior like these stadiums are like less half, than half full capacity. and you're like yeah literally everyone in town is here yeah because you're like hosting regionals and you're like the the it's electric and you can feel it and i think that did a really good job of and anybody who's who's not there is also just listening on the radio they did a couple of yeah, shots right and then, and then they had a shot of the movie theater now playing closed for basketball like you got the student section you got like someone leading the cheers the students like all have the same t-shirt and they're like oh, blah, 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 blah. it's just amazing it makes you like want to be a part of that yeah and it's like this this town getting into this thing and like you grew up in a town of 1400 people smallest town i ever was in was 14,000 people. The last one before that was 
280,000 people. And so it's like, I've never really lived in a small town, but you see it, it's Americana. You see it everywhere. And I'm going to be honest, like a bunch of the high school students, when we were good, they got t-shirts that said, don't stop believing on them. And I was like, that's the best you guys could come up with. Bon like Jovi, the, journey, the, journey, really? the dumb journey song. Oh, I thought it was Bon Jovi. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I remember I was being like, I was like, Lillian remember being like, ah, that was the best we got, guys. Oh wow. well. <laughs> okay, don't uh, stop believing. Whatever. Caleb. Well, what you guys kind of talked about it. One of my favorite shots is when they are showing like everyone listening on the radio, or they show the movie theater, and the guys are standing by the uh, barrel fire. <laughs> You know? Oh, yeah, the yeah, bear, yeah. Oh, the, yes, the oil yes, drum. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Which maybe but, that's it because there's a, a barrel drum in Rocky. Maybe that's what makes a sports movie maybe, great. I don't know Ooh. what it is about barrel drum fires. Like You're oil in. drums. But, but do you I want like one? That. Like there's a scene in uh, A Christmas Story. Yes. Where there's people singing around uh, one mm-hmm. of those big oil drums. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that. I don't know why. I just really like that. And like it feels kind of cozy. There's to a me. homeless man in Home Alone warming his hands over a barrel fire. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. Stuff like that. Like you mentioned, the Americana, I think. Yeah. I just really like. And when he walk, he's actually probably the scene where he's walking in the downtown and the leaves are falling. And he that's when he first helps um, load that stuff onto the truck for mm-hmm. uh, the old lady and uh, the old lady and his old lady, you know? <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> stop, kill. Um, stop. <laughs> I don't know. I like no, that. I, just, I, I really loved all the B-roll that they did. Um, it was for those shots that we were just talking yeah. about where it was like, you know, everyone's listening to the game. So they do a couple of shots of like families around the radio, but then they do like five shots of the empty town. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, movie theater closed. And then there's like a business that's like shut down. And then they do like a shot of the, 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 the bit, like the main street. Yeah. And it's just pouring rain. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the light, the lights are on, on the street like on the street, like the street lights are on and it's like pouring rain. And I was just like, God, these are great shots. They like are. they're just, and, they're, and these are just like B roll filler shots, but they're just, they're beautiful and they fit really well. Um, and they really add to the, to the scene. So yeah. do you guys know whether, why they're called Hoosiers? I actually don't. Is it a shoe? I actually don't know. Either. I've looked it up in the past. I thought it was I like a shoe thing. Remember Hoosiers. Why Hoosiers? Hoosiers. Daddies. I used to know. Uh, they were called Hoosier, and eventually Indianans were called Hoosiers, a theory attributed to government to Governor Joseph Wright, derived Hoosier from an Indian word for corn, Hoosa. Uh, sorry, indigenous peoples. Were. Oh, okay. So, uh, so their 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 um, mascot is a Husker. So they appropriated. Right? The so they appropriated what was Indiana Originals culture. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the Pawnee way. <laughs> so maybe it's Pawnee. Maybe it's a, a Pawnee word for uh, corn was Husa, and now they're Hoosiers. Okay, and uh, that's just another word for corn. It's and, corn. And, huh? and, and oh, corn kid. kid. You don't you don't like corn kid? <laughs> huh? I, I I mean, it was cute the first two times, God. and now when everyone was playing it, I'm like, all right, I've had enough of this kid. So they never actually. What's interesting <laughs> is that they never actually say Hoosiers <laughs> in the movie. Let, let's go back to Caleb Tate of Corn Kid. <laughs> I was trying to go right past that. They they say Hoosiers in it. At Uh, the end, he says, I love you, Hoosiers. (laughs) Yeah, I love you, Hoosiers. (laughs) No, he didn't say that. He said, by the way, the name of the movie is Hoosiers. Uh, Please stop. (laughs) Um, No, no. My name is Gene Hoosiers Hackman, and I approve this movie. (laughs) 
No, I mean they're they're called the the Hickory Huskers, right? And a husker is just someone who um, prepares corn. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just another name for for that, I guess. Hey, man, you say we got to play against all these Hoosiers? These Hoosiers over the, here. The final team said. Say hello to Chester. Say goodbye to Chester. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, great great movie, guys. No, uh, this was great. This thanks, was for, fun. thanks for watching yeah, with me. Really good rewatch. I, I've actually wanted to rewatch this uh, for quite a while now. You know, I have to give a shout out to my sister, though. I was texting her. I'm like, hey, I'm between a couple movies. And she's like, do Hoosiers. Mm. Oh, like, what else were you between? Uh, I was almost going to do Willy Wonka. You know what's funny? Uh-huh. Yesterday I had the thought. I was like, I bet Caleb's going to pick Willy Wonka. I, I almost I don't did. know why I it's thought that. It's also an HBO Max. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you guys ever watched Cutters? Like the the like movie from the 80s that's about like biking, but it's also like no, I small town kind of like the the working class are called the cutters because they're stone cutters oh Oh my god and there's like the rich class and then they host this like bike race and it's got like a very young dennis quaid in it sounds like brink it's just (laughs) like brink (laughs) if someone chooses i thought i'm glad you didn't choose brink thank you meets the paper brigade (laughs) oh gosh uh yeah so next week my pick yeah uh, you said you're between a few, aren't I you? am between a few. I will discuss them off pod because yes. we don't discuss things anymore afterwards. We don't. We true. just end the pod. A hard cut a now. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you mentioned this uh, after we came back on, but uh, we've this is the second time we've had a break in the pod because uh, yeah, we're relying on batteries that are not rechargeable. I guess we could power it up with USB-C, <laughs> but you should. Who has the time for those cords? You should get rechargeable batteries for this thing. Well, it's still do rechargeable batteries work? They yes. Do. I mean, like, are they reliable? For so long, not forever, but for a bit. Yeah, I mean, like, if you use them for five years, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Caleb, thanks for bringing me Thank back you. to yeah, my this was great. high school days, to my elementary school days, and to my college days. I hope we, I watched Hoosiers in every stage of my life. I hope we leave well. in a cheerful mood. I'm, I'm cheered. I'm happy. I'm cheered. Cool. The biggest shock of the night is that you kept this coat on yeah, the I entire time. <laughs> okay, I, this room I don't is have... so hot. I'm like sweating. I don't have a shirt on. Oh, no, Caleb's fasting, okay. so he doesn't have any calories. <laughs> it's a sweatshirt. I actually, have not actually. eaten anything today. So. <laughs> okay. All right, snobbies. We'll bye. see you. Bye. bye.